0: Welcome. Pull up a seat, grab a cup, and get ready to share, listen, and learn. This is my favorite coffee story with your host, Aniko Somoji. You'll hear about the stories about coffee itself, the history, health benefits, recipes, and more, along with some personal stories inspired by coffee and the lifestyle. Now, here is Aniko
1: Somoji. Welcome to My Favorite Coffee Story. We are so happy you're joining us. And um, welcome to our listeners. And we have a very special guest today. We are talking about family coffee stories today. And um, our wonderful daughter, Evelyn, is joining us. And before I introduce her, I always give a little update on what's going on at the farm, at Anicona Farm. And it was a great week. We had... um, a big week in terms of orders, which is wonderful, and it's so fun to share our coffee. But we also did Family Agricultural Day, which we actually term here at Anicona Farm Ag Day. So we had Ag Day as a family, and I thought, oh, that's so fitting about family coffee stories. So that was perfect. And then one other special event that was great on um, during this week at Anicona Farm, we had a big dinner with lots of friends come over on Friday night and we shared stories and um our friend from Kona who's a wonderful ophthalmologist joined us with her friends from Saudi Arabia and her friend from Kona we just had a great evening so it's so fun to share these stories at Ani Kona Farm and Evelyn our daughter Evelyn Samoji is joining us today live here at Ani Kona Farm please welcome Evelyn Samoji thank you for joining us Evelyn Hi mom, thanks so much for having me. Oh it's so wonderful you're here and um, these are these special moments that we just love to share here on the farm. So we're going to be talking about family coffee stories today. and. I thought, oh, Evelyn, you can share with us so many wonderful things that we've done as a family, but also your times um, in growing up. And I thought we'd spend this time sharing some stories about what it was like to grow up in Seattle, maybe some of your favorite coffee stories. So, how
2: was that growing up in Seattle? Um, Thanks for asking. Also, thanks so much for having me on the show. It's just so exciting to be here and so exciting to be here on the farm with you now and do the show. Um, I would say growing up with in the Seattle culture of coffee, it was almost like predetermined that everyone loves coffee. So you didn't really have a choice. You were almost the oddball if you didn't like coffee. And I think my first time trying it was um, in a diner, a pancake house. And I, I was a little surprised by the outcome. I didn't really feel that happy. So, you know, it wasn't the best first experience. But Yeah, so it took me until maybe I started my career to kind of form a relationship with coffee um, when I found kind of what really good coffee tastes like is when I really um, grew, grew attached to it. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, we have so many great times where we're
1: sampling coffee here at Anicona Farm and um, we're all kind of working with the beans and the trees, et cetera. Um, from Seattle, I know you ventured to Los Angeles and in Los Angeles, you went to college. how did how did that go in um, your your times in studying and with your
2: friends and how did coffee kind of play a role? Um, when I started drinking coffee, when I really knew what I wanted to do, it was a much better experience because it felt to me that when I was going to make coffee and make the effort to make a great cup of coffee, um, my mom's coffee, um, it, it was almost making a decision that you choose Uh, to really accomplish the day to your best ability. And from the beginning in the morning, it was just a great attitude to have. It just would carry out throughout the day. So I really enjoyed um, introducing coffee in my college career. Um, I think it really helped keep kind of a repetitive everyday little routine that um, fed into great success in school. So it was really special to have that. Definitely.
1: Um, you had some you made such good friends at Whittier College. did you would you go to a favorite little coffee house or just there on campus?
2: Yeah, we would actually. Um, we loved Starbucks. We loved getting cold brew. Um, but we also just loved caffeine. So <laughs> anything caffeine related. <laughs> yeah. We would laugh so hard when we would get Thai iced teas. They were these giant Thai iced teas. So yeah, that was always fun going with your friends. It was a fun time to talk together. Oh, yes. And, you know, those coffee chats
1: sometimes are really special. And I know we've had some of those where we share a really good meal and or a breakfast and we'll have a good cup of coffee together. And we talk a lot about um, our dreams and um, career and sort of our next steps and how we share in life. Tell me a little bit about... Um, when you were in college there, I know you graduated with a psychology degree, but a little bit more about sort of what you're up
2: to right now. Um, well, definitely the psychology degree was really fun to achieve, being that it's a really interesting subject to me personally, and also my friend circle that I had in college were all psychology majors as well, for the most part. And we would talk about psychological aspects of our lives and of other people's lives and kind of get a grasp of what it meant to be in the field. Um, and learn the field together. And that was most commonly over coffee. And we'd spend hours and it was just the best time. Oh, yes,
1: I I can imagine. I I remember fondly, Evelyn, when we actually um, did some school projects together um, in some of the younger times. And um, not so much a coffee specific story, but Um, it was something that we shared and you know family times are so special and and that's a lot about favorite coffee stories is weaving together special moments together um sometimes over a good cup of coffee but it's those special experiences together oh we must share about your presentation as queen elizabeth
2: (laughs) tell us a little bit more about that that was one of my favorite times Oh, This is one of my favorite moments, just in our, um, bonding my relationship with my mother um, and getting to know her and how she works. It was just such a fabulous moment. I was in third grade, and we all were assigned to pick up a, a leader that we wanted to be for the day. And we gave a presentation as if we were that leader, and we have to kind of talk like them and say what we're up to as if we're that leader back in time. And so I was Queen Elizabeth. And my mother and I, well, it was my mother's idea to really just get into it. So we had costumes. I came in a full-blown, like, collared dress. And um, I even had, what do you call those little... Um, things you hold It's a royal Oh yes Your scepter I had a scepter <laughs> And a crown <laughs> um, And my mom came As a trumpet player Well yes We had to <laughs> announce That
1: Queen Elizabeth Was here So there In the classroom We rolled out The red carpet I was like A little page And I was her assistant So I rolled I dressed up And we rolled out The red carpet And then played The introductory mu-
2: music The trumpet On player. an actual trumpet trumpet yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it was just a wonderful like experience that we went full-blown into and um, to watch my mom work as such a hard worker but I I think the funniest part about it, it was we had all this set up and then I go to say my first line and we had planned this. We had rehearsed the whole night and my first line was supposed to be off with their head and I was supposed to say it in a British accent. So I, my voice cracked while I was saying like off with their head and it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, but it worked perfectly. Oh, it, it was, it
1: was a great presentation. <laughs> Great presentation. Um, a lot of times in growing up in the Seattle area, we um, we had special times in our a little area there in Woodenville, and we lived on a lake, and we would have great breakfast, et cetera. And um, I mean, for me, I think breakfast is really important anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to remember back, if you remember, Evelyn, what, what was your favorite breakfast? Because I can kind of pinpoint a few, but...
2: Um, I really like huevos rancheros. Huevos rancheros, (laughs) yeah. And I really like Dutch babies that you'll make. The Dutch babies. Yes, but here on the farm we'll make huge breakfasts. We'll really celebrate it as, you know, waking up, getting ready for the day, experience all together, and coffee is commonly shared. Definitely. We... um, Evelyn, we
1: certainly love our family and um, Evelyn's dad and brother, et cetera. But we we also have shared some special moments with grandparents yes. and in um, Seattle when they were living close by. And um, also even before that, when um, like my mother was living in the Bay Area and she would love having Evelyn, they'd have little sleepovers together when you were a little girl and mm-hmm. um, Share a little bit, please, about those special relationships with your grandparents.
2: Oh, I just love my grandparents. To have a close relationship with my grandparents is something I really cherish, and I really feel special to have the opportunity to have that relationship. They um, have kept me grounded in many ways because they show me the lineage of our family, and I see where we come from as, um, you know, our values, and also uh, how they came over from Hungary uh, in 1956 during hard times to uh, better their lives. It's been really important to have a relationship and hear the stories from them that have kept me going as a person. And, oh, I always think of them and remember what wonderful people um, they are and also still are from my dad's side so it's it's really special. and um, there's there's some communication that happens that isn't isn't even verbal between them. It's just a wonderful relationship. Well, with my mother, I know you shared
1: times where you would you would go for little walks together and you would like to do little crafting projects. And mm-hmm. Um, your grandmother would have a special drawer that she would have all kinds of little projects in there that you could work on and the first thing you'd do is you'd run in and you'd open that drawer and you'd pull out some of those projects right. such such fun and I remember you would paint um, snails <laughs> 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 but, which was kind of a fun thing mm-hmm. you'd go and walk around and you would collect sort of the snail shells mm-hmm. <laughs> around her little neighborhood and then
2: paint them together <laughs> Yeah, she was such a wonderful lady. My mom's mother, her name was Aishinya, and she really loved spending time with me. And um, painting snails was something, we didn't even really talk while we did it. It's just, we enjoyed it and laughed. That's so great. And then with, um,
1: on Dad's side, um, you shared a lot of she was really big into style and you'd go over and try on a lot of
2: clothes oh, and yes. dresses and and jewelry and um, mm-hmm. play, kind of play dress up a little bit, which was fun. Right. It's fun to celebrate as a granddaughter your own grandparents' um, favorite things and what they enjoy and just enjoy them with them and have them teach you about it. It's really special.
1: Definitely. We um, we also had um, fun times where Evelyn and I would love to do PJ parties. Yes. And we kind of still do this, which is fun. <laughs> uh, we, we love to even wear the same pajamas. So we'll go out yes. and get a, a set for Evelyn and a set for me, and then we just kind of laugh about it. <laughs> but... Uh, but that's really fun, too, because then you wake up in the morning and you're having the good breakfast and good cup of coffee and you share some times. You know, that, that connection between mother and children and families, um, maybe we could talk a little bit about that because it's so special and we all have different forms of this. How would you describe it, Evelyn?
2: Um, I think everybody, like you said, Mom, has a unique kind of relationship and it's something you just hold so dear to your heart and um, it's these relationships that can either keep you stronger teach you new things and you 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 build yourself because of what they bring to you in your life it's it's a special bond and um, it's also special to to see other bonds like um, mother-son and spouse and siblings. It's really nice. It is. And um, the
1: the other kind of special thing is um, Seattle definitely had a very strong coffee culture. And then as you moved to Los Angeles, you kind of experienced some of the coffee little cafes in Los Angeles. Was there a favorite there besides the Starbucks that you mentioned? You had that special um, place you'd like to go where
2: it had really good organic food, Oh, yeah. It's called Earth Cafe with a U. So it's U-R-T-H, Earth Cafe. And that was really nice because they really center on um, making sure they uh, get their products from uh, ecologically well-grown farms. And they have really good, really good green tea lattes (laughs) and really good um, tamales. It's A journey to get there sometimes because of (laughs) L.A. traffic, but it's really special. And there was
1: another one, too, that was in Malibu, and I actually went there with you. You showed me sun. Oh, uh, sun sun fun life yes and I love that little cafe and they mm-hmm. had great coffee and that was a fun thing to share together we also had, I think had some smoothies
2: right that's a good point mom actually because the LA coffee lifestyle is a little bit more into like I said a lifestyle you know and yes but, but those two stores that we mentioned those restaurants are are very much like that centering on a healthy you know well-balanced lifestyle and, oh, this has been so much
1: fun, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy you're here. And we're about to go to break, and I, I'm just so looking forward to having all our listeners come back because we're going to be talking about some more favorite family coffee stories, maybe with a little bit more travel involved. We'll share some special times when we've been in different countries together and some of those experiences. Thanks for joining us, and please do come back.
0: Live, the leader in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Anicona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Anikona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So, from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona Story coffee special today. with Arvind Vora, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. are listening to my favorite coffee story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anikona.com. Now back to this week's show.
1: Well, welcome back to my favorite coffee story. We're having such fun chatting with Evelyn our wonderful daughter and um and sharing coffee stories and experiences together so thank you so much for joining us um now we're going to go into some specific coffee stories or fun experiences we've shared when we've traveled together and these are those fun bonding times when you travel with someone you just grow to love them (laughs) and we've had so much fun we um one story that certainly wasn't a big travel story, but I was um, traveling from Hawaii to go to L.A. to visit Evelyn last March. And it's a one of my favorite coffee stories with Evelyn. She was nice to host me at her apartment there in Koreatown. And I woke up in the morning, and she made me coffee. And we just sat there and shared and had a special time. It was just one of those moments, Evelyn, that I'll always remember. It was so heartfelt. We had such a nice time together. Thank you again for having me for that visit. But I'll always remember that moment, so thank you. Oh, thank you. That was really wonderful. There were... um, Other fun times when Evelyn and I uh, traveled, we went to Hong Kong um, for a break and we thoroughly enjoyed, it was just a mother-daughter time, Mm -hmm. and we flew from Seattle and I'll never forget that moment when we would wake up for breakfast there in the hotel in Hong Kong and we would go down, and it was such a almost a s- ceremony totally. the breakfast, and um, the coffee was delicious. But Evelyn and I both remember that 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 buffet that was set up around a beautiful um, honey uh, with bees, and it was dripping out freshly from this hive in it was it was just this beautiful display and then you would just have that with your toast the fresh honey and we just were looking forward to that every morning with our coffee and sharing
2: that um evelyn share with us please a little bit more about our hong kong trip oh hong kong was so much fun and i still just cherish those moments with you mom it was so fun seeing a new culture with you we had never been um to Asia before, or I haven't, so never together. And it was really cool to see, like you said, that breakfast, it was such a ceremony and it was a lot of effort to put a lot of effort was put into making the best breakfast experience that they could possibly, you know, it was like you can't even imagine it before you go. And even the servers had white gloves, it was, and there was dumplings, there was kind of a brunch at lunch, a breakfast, whichever you'd like. And um, we would start our day that way. Every, every day we were there, so that was really nice. And then we would explore the city. We saw the, the Disneyland in Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, so fun. And um, even just being in the hotel room and looking down and we could see residents eating lunch and we would learn that, you know, they take lunch breaks just in the city on the square like that and um, seeing the bird market and seeing how they have a lot of fish market and uh, just kind of exploring together and bonding and, you know, it was really special. It, lots, of it, <laughs> lots of laughing. Lots of laughing, and then we went even up to the
1: top with the. It wasn't. It was like a little train that took yeah. us up to the top. Hong Kong is such an amazing city, and what's what was fun about that is we explored it together for the first time. So, I hadn't been there either, right. and uh, that that was a very very special trip. Um, the the other one that um, I so fondly remember right. is the one to Tucson. And um, spending time, you know, if you ever have fun going to a spa with a loved one, etc., those are great moments. Because right. we went to
2: Canyon Ranch, and we had so much fun. We had so much fun, and I'm. So happy that you took me. It was amazing. We were celebrating
1: your graduation, um, so it's really important to celebrate together. And those mm-hmm. are those times I I love um, when we're together. Um, Canyon Ranch was was fun because we're working out and etc. Um, but we also had those evening times of just kind of reflecting and chatting with each other. And we were with another mother and daughter mm-hmm. um, that we just love from Seattle. And it, it was a very amazing time for all of us to just mm-hmm. kind of share and um, kind of talk about our next steps. And often it would be over a good smoothie or a cup of coffee or something mm-hmm. like that over breakfast. But that that was also a great trip, and certainly working out together. And there was this one class that I just love that is called um, Funk Aerobics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And Funk Aerobics was right always before break. Uh, no, it was right before lunch. So we would we would have a good workout, and then we could go to lunch, and, and they would do lunch and learns, which you kind of can learn how they actually do their recipes, etc. But Funk Aerobics was something that we laughed so hard because. Of the fun music and you dance and we got into it and that that was really a special time um so really enjoyed that canyon ranch was great you can also try some new things
2: right you try mm-hmm. that watsu water yeah it's a kind of a massage while you're being held in the water it's, it's a new experience that was it's, it's kind of nice you kind of fall asleep Yeah, that's why it's good to do that before, you you know, nighttime. It's really peaceful. (laughs) Exactly. Um,
1: Some of the other, um, since our family, uh, much of our family is still in Budapest, Hungary. And of course, um, the inspiration of having a coffee farm stemmed from my grandfather, Colonel Julius, who also was Hungarian. Um, We've traveled and visited with the relatives and they love their coffee. They tend to like the Anikona dark roast quite a bit so of course we take them um, some of our anikona coffee and um, share that with them and they've been just uh, so wonderful we just had our cousin here from Budapest but when you when we went to Budapest together did you ever try did you ever try the coffee by chance in that special cafe that's on the nice walking street Vatsi Street where it's
2: Gerbo, Yes, yes, we did. My father was nice to take me and my boyfriend to Gerbo. Yeah, Gerbo. Gerbo. And it was wonderful. We went right as it opened and we had a Sunday for breakfast. <laughs> but uh, we also had coffee and uh, little treats. And it was, it was interesting to see because I'm used to, you know, more like quick and out cafes. But this was very luxurious and um really centered on having a full experience when you get your coffee and really cherishing great taste quality and uh you know how it looks it just was the whole experience was really interesting and my dad was mentioning that that's kind of perhaps lost in the restaurants you know our cafes True. and um He then brainstormed with me how he wants Anikona to still remember, you know, the specialness of specialty coffee, so. Right, Um, and of course Budapest is not too far from Vienna,
1: and um, we traveled with a family and we ended up together in Vienna, and we had incredible um, experiences there where we would have the coffee with. Your strudel <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with your apple strudel, and of course the coffee could come with like a little whipped cream, and you always had your little glass of water next to it, and and uh, the waiters would it'd be very ceremonial, and that was just so wonderful to experience together when we were in Vienna. I can't mm. remember the flavor of the strudel; it might have been cherry that you tried or apple, mm. um, but. That that was also a very special coffee story together. Um, speaking of dad, so not too long ago you went to um, went on a trip with dad, and you had some special stories there.
2: Yes, uh, family coffee stories. Please share with us how your Mexico City trip went. Well, my dad was really nice to take me to the pyramids of Mexico and also Mexico City. And we did a wonderful tour of seeing um, the history and the culture. We, our tour guide was informing us all about these aspects. It was really wonderful and it was special similar to the Hong Kong trip to just share one of those moments with your family members who's showing you a place you've never seen before and kind of talking you through it. So it's not so, you know, different and you can understand it and uh, experience it. And it really gave me a lot of perspective and um, understanding of just a kind of like human evolution of how long, you know, how long we've come from or, or, how long we haven't evolved from and just kind of those kind of thoughts. So, it was really beautiful and the pyramids if any of you listening have been, I'm sure you can agree, are amazing to see. And um it, there's a lot of passion in the culture in Mexico because of what their history entailed with the pyramids and as well with uh, their rituals. We also had some authentic meals there. I love mole. I love how they make mole spicy chocolate. It's just amazing. And then also we had kind of authentic uh, enchiladas. It was wonderful. Yeah. Oh, what a great trip. What a great trip. When you went to, um,
1: I'm trying to remember, was it Washington? Actually, you recently went to um, New York and also on a... um, on a school sort of review trip. And you probably shared some nice coffee times in Boston and also near Cornell and in New York. How was
2: that trip? Because that was just in last April. Yes, and there was a lot of coffee consumed on that trip. (laughs) But that was great because I'm right now in a transition where I'm applying for medical school in about a year or a little bit more. And so I'm doing research kind of of education uh, schools that I like and kind of that next step and everything. So that was really nice. And I would drink coffee every morning and because there's a little small jet lag. <laughs> but um, it was really special. That, um, that sounds
1: like it was a really good trip. And certainly we're excited for you as you are pursuing your medical um, aspirations and dreams. And actually, uh, that's One of the reasons why even um, Evelyn is spending a little time
2: here in Kona. Tell us about your your time right now in Kona and how's that going? My time in Kona has been incredible. I was originally supposed to be here for, I think, maybe two weeks. Then it turned into three weeks. And now I'm going to be here until December. So you can't... Once you're here, it's just amazing. It's, It's like... You just remember the beauty and the nature and um, my parents have wonderful friends here and we just enjoy every moment, like from the parrots chirping outside to the frogs and it's just beautiful. And so right now I'm here until December and I'll be working at an ophthalmologist's office with Dr. Susan Zemp. She's incredible. And she's all excited that I'm on the show today. She said, good job and Aww. everything. So anyways, we're, I, I watch her remove cataracts in the surgery room. And I am kind of helping out as um, somewhat of a tech. So this will all go towards my final goal of medical school. And it's huge. It's making such a difference in understanding of what I want to do and seeing the actual practice. And it's making the studying all worth it.
1: Well, you're doing an incredible job, and I remember you've been interested in, you know, neurosurgery or ophthalmology uh, for quite some time, and there's nothing like you can really see it right there, Um, and Dr. Susan has been so kind um, to to help you learn, and she's an amazing teacher, so um, that's fantastic. Well... I have um, a special little quote that when Evelyn and I were kind of thinking about family coffee stories, I did a little check on some stories that I would find, and there's one quote that um, I saw. It comes from an article that was written by um, a gentleman named Matt Visor for The the Globe in 2015, and it's... um, it's a, it's a quote that kind of sums things up that we're talking about today. Um, uh, a woman named Hilary Briggs and her mother, Terry. And uh, this was one of the quotes that, that um, Briggs said. And if I may share with you, we see coffee as something that is meant to be savored in the company of those you love, Briggs said. It's, it's something that brought us together as more than mother and daughter but as friends and that's a very special quote I I was really thrilled to be able to find that um, since the tar- title of the article is how coffee um, ink and friendship formed a mother-daughter bond, and that's kind of how we're we're noticing and weaving favorite coffee stories and family coffee stories, a lot about you know special relationships and the bond and how those stories of our lives definitely weave together. And we're so honored to be able to share some of these with our with our listeners today. And we will actually take a quick break. And um, look forward to having you back to talk a little bit more about family, favorite family coffee stories, mother-daughter stories, and we'll probably talk a little bit about some famous celebrity quotes that um, we can share with our listeners. So please join us in just a quick moment.
0: Talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. My favorite coffee story is brought to you by Kona Farm, where every bean we grow represents a great story somewhere in the world. When you buy coffee from Kona Farm, you're investing in new memories, stories, and experiences. We harvest our beans with your future story in our heart. So from our heart to yours, enjoy the Anikona experience. May your coffee story be as rich and delicious as our Kona coffee with love. Please visit Anikona.com and get your Anikona story coffee special today. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to my favorite coffee story with Aniko Samoji. Drop us a line and share your story. Our email address is orders at anikona.com. Again, that's orders at anicona.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back to My Favorite Coffee Story. And we are talking about family coffee stories today. And we've had such fun chatting and sharing with our wonderful daughter, Evelyn Samoji, today. And we are continuing to talk about special family stories. Um, We are going to share some things about... Um, what some celebrities say about their relationships with their children, etc. cetera. So um, I'm wondering if maybe I could start with Katie Holmes. Nice. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. And um, Katie Holmes was talking about um, mother-daughter times, and she was saying, I think the basics are very important. The number one thing is making sure my child feels loved and good about herself and that what she does and who she is is special and important and should be celebrated and my mom (laughs) always said no one loves you like your mother oh that you know I love that quote and um you know it is it is so special to be loved and to love your loved ones and so, being able to share that quote, I think, is a is a really nice quote.
2: Yeah. What do you think of? I think that's a really nice quote, and it sums it up very well. And um, I like the last line. I know <laughs> how she calls her mom. Mom. Yeah. 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 That's another fun
1: fun question, and how um, children have called their mothers, mm-hmm. and everyone has kind of their special name. Um, I think you've always calling mom or mama. Mama.
2: <laughs> Mommy. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, which is which is fun. Mm-hmm. And then calling grandparents too is always fun. Their names
2: and yeah, I think that quote's really special because it's true. You need you, you need to make sure your child feels loved and good about herself or himself if it's not a daughter and I mean, your mom does always love you the most. True. Well,
1: I love you, Evelyn, definitely. Um, Reese Witherspoon had a really sweet quote, quote too. And she said, As mother to three children, a girl and two boys, okay, she gave some sound advice for being a mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She said, no one's really doing it perfectly. I just think you love your kids with your
2: whole heart and you do the best you possibly can. That's great. Yeah, I think that's great because it acknowledges like nothing's perfect, but as long as you do the best you can, that's love. Exactly.
1: And uh, just love your kids. And and uh, you know, love your family and your, your special friends, etc. Et um, on a little bit different note, uh, we did a little bit of um, checking on special coffee stories that if I may share, there, there, this was a 9/11 coffee story. And I saw this on the internet, and there's a video that Erlene Alexander shares. It's titled "The Cup of Coffee." And it's all, and it has a very happy ending. Um, but it is about how um, she and her mother were working in the twin towers. They were on different floors, and uh, she usually went in later. And so her mom always kind of joked and said, "You know, you keep banker's hours." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and she happened to go in very early that day on 9/11, and she wanted to surprise her mom with a cup of coffee and, see, and say, look, I'm here early and I'd like to share with you this cup of coffee to say I love you, etc. And that is exactly the day on nine eleven when everything happened. Um, wow. I know. And it's a very moving story. And I think what's beautiful about it is that she definitely goes on to say how she... During that time, they were all sort of trying to exit the building and trying to find, um, you know, people, etc., but she didn't really know where her mother was, but she still had the cup of coffee Mm
2: -hmm. that she
1: was hoping to share with her mother. Well, um, she didn't hear from her mother, et cetera, but she went home that evening, and her father greeted her. And the incredible thing was that her mother was okay and she was there. and it was just just beautiful. Um, you know story of how they were reunited and but it was the cup of coffee that she calls the story but thank you so much for letting me share that because it's it's one of my favorite coffee stories and family coffee stories that as I was looking around um, definitely so we've been on the farm with Evelyn and um And our son right now is in Houston, Texas, but often he's been here at the farm, too, and has helped us pick and um, work on the farm. And those have been great moments, too. Um, With Evelyn working on your
2: current projects, you're also doing some online courses. Yes, I am. Um, And how's that going? That's going well. It's nice to do self-paced. I think it's interesting seeing education kind of uh, form new pathways that you can obtain the knowledge but it's a little bit more convenient and up-to-date however it's still the same content and the same outcome so for yeah the the online courses I'm really amazed with the great quality I've received it's I'm taking them from UT Austin currently and it's it's been a really great experience so I take my tests they get sent here and they're proctored and um, I do my lessons. And it's nice because I get to stay in Kona. I get to stay on the farm and I get to do my ophthalmology work. And then I also get to do the courses here as well. But I think next semester or the coming up, I will do it in class classes. But we we wish you well with that, Evelyn. We're so
1: excited for you. Thank and, you. Um, You're the best. <laughs> really wish you well with that. And it's truly a joy that you are here right now. And as is your friend Daniel. And um, these are these are times when you um, you know we've been sharing a lot of coffee stories, but to live them every day together True. Um, is is really a gift and um, I'm very grateful. For, for those times together. So we'll, we'll probably end up doing some more family ag days. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, we're getting those coffee trees ready as we all get out there and pick, and uh, that's going to be happening in the next few weeks. And then um, I always appreciate, too, we just
2: did a tasting yes, day, and that, that was, was so great fun. Tell, tell us yeah. please a little bit about that. That was a great day. We did a blind study. My psychology <laughs> skills came in handy. And so, yeah, we did a blind study and we tasted our current medium roast and also we're thinking of acquiring another uh, flavor of our beans so we were seeing kind of just how that how we like it does it work with what we already have etc so it's really interesting hearing my mom's opinion about coffee and hearing Daniel's opinion about coffee and what we think works and what we prefer and it really goes to show that there is a preference to be made for probably everyone of what kind of coffee they do like and what kind of coffee do you like best
1: that's true um i would say i probably lean towards the dark roast Mm -hmm. um for me that is um you know, I, I tend to shy away a little bit from caffeine. So the medium roast has a little bit more caffeine than the dark roast. And sort of the European background, I, I tend to um, like sort of espressos and some dark roasts, but that we, um, we also have people who just love our medium roast, and will only order the medium roast, which is great. So I think, it's fun to celebrate what everyone likes and Mm -hmm. um, which is, which is really fun. Other projects on the farm certainly is we're always looking to how can we work with some of the coffee waste that we have um, like the skins and the parchment around the beans and trying to come up with clever ways of how could we use those items in different products or biodegradable products. So um, there's always something going on at Ani Kona Farm. Certainly, our foremost thing is to make sure that our coffee is um, a great Kona coffee, and we we handle it with a lot of care and put a lot of care into the whole project. But we also look at some of these other projects, um, whether or not we might get into cold brews, or whether or not we might get into. Um, We're working with our friends, a brewery in Seattle to do possibly a Kona Porter for the colder months. And that's a fun project. Certainly, we do sell just the highest grade beans, but you do end up with second and third grade beans. They're still delicious, but um, using them in a good creative way, whether it's coffee rubs or Mm. um, various coffee drinks, uh, we're always trying to explore those options. So um, that's that's been fun on the farm, too.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so fun. So, um, right now, talking about family coffee stories, we we um we always want to make sure that our coffee brings enjoyment to others. And when we've had people visit and guests visit on the farm, um, a lot of times they say that what they love about our coffee, is that it doesn't taste burnt or smoky and will continue to try and strive to provide that pure Kona taste without some of that burnt or smoky undertones. Part of that is done through the roasting process. Of course, the bean also reflects the good lava-rich minerals, but our roasting process is an air roast, and I think that really makes a difference. And we just had a laboratory in Chicago evaluate our coffee and its... um, its pH levels and its acidity levels, and um, our coffee turned out really, really well. And I think right. a lot has to do with possibly also our roasting process. And we have, we work with the Halualoa Kona Coffee Mill. Um, G over there does an incredible roast, and we're grateful to her. And they also help us with removing the parchment and grating the beans for us. So we have a great team, and um, that's that's been fun. So I guess um, we're going to probably be wrapping up our mother-daughter family favorite coffee stories, but I thought maybe if we could share with our listeners just a few more little items of um, some times that maybe we've shared with other mother-daughters, like
2: when we did paddleboarding together. Mm. Can you share a little bit about that? That was so nice. I had a friend in high school where we thought it would be so fun that we would have both of us and our mothers go paddleboarding. It was something that they had an experience our mothers had an experience and it- it was just so fun because we got ready and we, we were kind of being a little like dramatic about the waves, like, oh my gosh, it's so wavy and like having a great time and laughing. And um, I think we all fell at some oh, point. <laughs> definitely. We fell a lot. <laughs> but we had a lot of fun. Right. But it was a wonderful time because everyone there had just a feeling of we're having this event just out of so much love between the mother and daughter and sharing that with each other. It it was really
1: fun and um, also a time that I will always remember. That was really fun. Um, the the other times that I thought would be fun to share when um, you had those soccer games. In, um, in Redmond area, Seattle area, you were the polar bears and all the parents would get together oh, and yeah. we'd kind of have our thermoses or, you know, <laughs> just to kind of be there on those little bit cooler, uh, cozy Seattle mornings. But um, your polar bear team was excellent.
2: Some oh, memories you. with your polar polar bear team yeah it's kind of funny it's really nice that you were there to support me (laughs) it was an honor (laughs) i'm sure it was kind of funny sometimes in your perspective (laughs) i was um that was like seventh grade or around then but we were a good team and we had so much fun and i think that's what the mothers of the mothers found friendship on was how much fun we all had together the children and it was just really fun seeing our own moms form relationships based on our uh, like kids relationships because it was just this mutual understanding of just enjoying time together and having good memories and those friendships are Mm -hmm. are still true to our hearts definitely And the other thing that we
1: enjoyed together, we we would venture to um, various dressage horse shows. Yes. And that was fun because I think you started riding when you
2: were probably not a whole lot bigger than 10 years old. Right. That was a really special thing to share with you because your mom um was a great wonderful horseback rider jumper
1: in and Hungary then, yes. yes
2: and then you shared that with her and then you were nice to share that with me so we would ride horses together at the same barn and um you did do a show you didn't my mom didn't do a show but I would show and she was so nice to come and support i can't even begin to describe how supportive my mom was about the whole entire Thing. And I was so happy to be there, Evelyn. And your
1: horse, um, Donnervon, actually only you could ride that horse uh, because you had that connection with that horse. So it's so fun mm-hmm. to see
2: you in the ring and um, do your thing together. And you really were a good team. True. Oh, thank you. It was so special. One of my favorite parts was, too, talking with you after a show about how it went. And you'd always have some of the wisest things to tell me. And it was just really nice. Oh, those times together were um, amazing,
1: definitely. Um, You know, initially when Evelyn was smaller, I thought... For sure, you really wanted to get into, like, um, be a veterinarian, because with our family pets, um, I would always find that Evelyn was um, pretending like she was a vet, and then our dog, Gidget, would be coming into the vet, and she would actually then have to (laughs) examine Gidget. Yes. Yes. those
2: were good little moments too. That was my favorite thing to play as the child as vet. I had the, all the equipment, the heartbeat, you know, checker and everything. It was so much fun. Probably not as fun for the animals, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> well,
1: Gidget would, um, our Dalmatian, would be dressed up on occasion with um, all kinds of funny hats and boas. But um, I think she enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, she was part of the part of the team, right? Part of the team, <laughs> definitely. Well, this has been so special, and I'm so grateful to you, Evelyn, for spending this time with us, um, sharing family coffee stories. Um, really, it's been very, very special. We've talked about, you know, growing up, relationships, grandparents, um, family breakfast, PJ parties, your queen, Elizabeth presentation. <laughs> so fun. Um, and then we shared a little bit about um, those, how coffee stories have sort of woven through some of our travels and times in Budapest to Hong Kong, etc. And then, of course, we shared some of, um, you know, it's special to hear how celebrities talk about family relationships and um, mother-child um, relationships, etc. So thank you so much for letting us share those as well. And we would love to continue the conversation with you, our special listeners. Please, um, you can send questions um, to myfavoritecoffeestory.com or orders at anicona.com. But we have a special Anicona gift um, today to say thank you so much for being our listeners. We, we are offering, if you go to anicona.com, a N I K O N A dot com. We would like to offer a special my favorite coffee story code. Thank just to say thank you so much in sharing family coffee stories and favorite coffee stories in general. That code is um, and I'll read it. But um, you can always email me if you'd like it. It's M as and Mary F C ss15 so it stands for my favorite coffee story s15 code and you'll get 15 percent off of your anicona order that would be so fun to share some anicona coffee with you but this has been a great time we wish you a great relaxing week and thank you for joining us and listening to favorite coffee stories today aloha
0: Thank you for taking an hour out of your busy week to join us on My Favorite Coffee Story. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Aniko Samoji, next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, we hope you'll have a relaxing week.